What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another one of the Boardroom Podcast. In this episode, I actually want to talk about really one of the four core pillars of building a high-performing team. And it's one of the things that I use anytime I'm like working within a team and kind of thinking through how to structure it where the leaders that I'm working with can really run their team at a high level. All right. So the first one that I actually love is expectations, expectation management and having your expectations very clear from the onset and being very transparent about what you expect and what they can expect from you, right? Taking time to actually think, okay, what can I expect from this team? What are productions that I can expect from the team? How do I expect my team to show up? What are the administrative tasks that I expect the team to do on a day-to-day basis? Getting really clear on the expectations and what your team can expect from you as a leader allows you to foster very clear communication and making sure you're on the same page from the very beginning, right? Telling your team tendencies, right? When I identify something that I'm going to be this, my direct report, I let them know. I actually just did this recently with one of our product lead. I told him, I expect you to be able to stand by every decision that you make when it comes to the product development. And one of the ways that I'm going to do that is I will challenge you publicly when you want to make a decision, when you want to make a change to implement or something, whatever it is. And the reason why I'm going to do that is I want you to be able to communicate and clearly articulate the reasoning behind why you want to do what you do. What problem are you solving by implementing this change? And how are you going to know if you're directionally correct with the change that you want to implement? Right. And if you can't communicate that to me clearly, and if you can't defend the reasoning behind why you want to do something, then don't do it until you can communicate that. You have to know what problem you're solving. You have to know how you got to measure if you're if you the problem has actually been solved and if you're going in the right direction. If you can't communicate those things, then you're not allowed to make the implementation, right? So that's one of the things that I communicated with him early on, setting the expectations. So when it happens, he's not surprised. He's like, oh, he may not like it. He hates when I go at him, right? But he knows it's coming. <laughs> so he comes to those meetings prepared to defend himself and prepare to communicate why he's doing what he wants to do. Right? So clear expectations, clearly communicate what your team can expect from you and what you expect from them. All right. And then number two is identity, creating a, an identity that galvanizes your team as far as like, what is the identity of this team? Like, what is our attitude? Like, who are we? How do we show up? What is your disposition? Right. And then when you have a really good identity with your team, it allows them to quickly identify who's a good fit, and who's not. Right. When you have a good team identity, people can easily kind of orient themselves as far as like, do I fit in with this crew? Am I, do I really belong on this team? All right. So having a good team identity and clearly communicating what the identity, the identity is, and that identity could just be like core tenets, like, we as a team, we produce, we, t- we face challenges, we, we put in the work, we, we practice our craft daily, and we're not afraid of confrontation, right? So those can be things that help you identify, like your, create your team identity. And then the third one is you want to create decision-making frameworks, right? You want to be able to de- decentralize decision-making. And in order to be able to decentralize decision-making, you need frameworks and mental models that your team can use to make decisions on behalf of the team and on behalf of the organization as a whole. And without those decision-making frameworks, you're going to have a model where it's a genius with a thousand minions. And you don't want that, right? 
So you need to have frameworks that allows your team and gives them the freedom and the flexibility to make decisions on their own, to be autonomous so long as they're being compliant with within the business and with and following the rules that you've set out, right? And that's what those framework, decision-making frameworks allow your team to have is it gives them the freedom to make those decisions, but it, having the structure is what gives them the freedom, right? So you don't want to just let people be completely autonomous without any structure whatsoever. So you got to have structure and you got to have decision-making frameworks so you can give your team. And then number four is a great support system. You need to have really good support system for your team leads and create a way for them to communicate with you when they have challenges, when they need help, when they're struggling, or when they have ambitions and goals. Like you want to have a great support system, let them know that you have the company and your team's best interests and you have their best interests at heart, right? Again, you want to communicate that you have the company and the team's best interests and their best interests at heart, right? You're ultimately going to do what's best for the team, but you also want what's best for them, right? And you want to have a support system that allows them to develop their skills, that allows them to learn, that allows them to experience growth. For me, everyone on my team, whether they have a big role or a small role, I want to have a way where they're just by being on the team, they are a better human being and they're a better individual as a result of it, right? Whether they continue to stay on the team or whether they develop and outgrow the team and go on to bigger opportunities, I want to create an environment that allows them to develop and fosters growth, right? So when you have those four things, just quick recap. Number one, set your expectations up front and be very clear about what you expect from your team and what they can expect from you. Number two, create your team identity. How to they, what is the attitude of your team? What are the characteristics of everyone on the team? What is like the, your team uniform, right? Like what is their mental uniform? What is their attitude? How do they show up? All right. And then number three, you want to have a very clear decision-making framework that can govern and help your team decentralize decision-making within the business, right? You need to have those mental frameworks and those decision-making frameworks to help your team make the right decisions, but also have some level of autonomy when it comes to implementing and executing different things. And then number four is you got to have a great support system. You should be providing ways for your team to develop, hone their skills, get better, and grow within your organization or even outgrow your organization, right? But your attitude is you want, one, number one, your ambition is for the team and the organization as a whole and for them, right? You want what's best for the team and the organization, but you also want what's best for them, right? And so if you have those things together, it's very hard to not have a high-performing team. They know what to expect. They have their identity. They have their the ways for them to make decisions and they have an exceptional support system that you built around them to encourage them to grow and reach new heights. You do those things and you're going to have a high-performing team and you're going to create an environment where people actually love being a part of the team, right? And they're willing to stay a part of the team, even if they can get paid or make more money somewhere else, mainly because of the they love the environment they're in and they feel like they're actually being grow, they're growing, being fulfilled, and being supported in other areas of their life. So hope you find it helpful and I'll catch you in the next one. 